All right, I'm alive. Good evening, everybody. Here we go. Mark, Sam, we're talking about should I stay or should I go? What to do before the Christmas period? Stay tuned. Good evening, gents. Let's get it. Three Good evening, days. young guns. Young guns and the oldie in the middle. I know. <laughs> Look, we're talking about um, the next couple of months, what's going on. Should I stay or should I go with rentals, sales, everything in between? Um, Christmas is, is fastly approaching and we had a good little convo today, Mark. Um, if you're going to be in a new house before Christmas, is now too early? or is now actually the perfect time to live your best life everyone's making the moves they're moving here they're moving there uh, but the clock's ticking for this for 2021 yeah yeah we're talking with uh with with planning weeks ahead from a rentals perspective if you're looking to be in a new luxury pad between now and christmas You've actually got about eight weeks to do so. You need to be planning at least three weeks in advance to cover your lease period, um, you know, sort of minimum. Then you've got your week's move. Um, that, that's pretty standard. Mm. And so now's, now's a good time. Yeah. Just to add on that as well, Billy, um, now is a good time to, you know, secure your spot before, you know, those summer starts warming up, um, market starts warming up as well. So now's, you know, if you do it now, you'll get mid-November. Um, so just before summer and, you know, get to secure your spot. Yeah. From a sales perspective. So let's run through the numbers, guys and girls. If you don't, if you don't know this, um, you've got, uh, normally you've got a six-week settlement on your sales property. And on a rental property, normally you're, you want to get it about three weeks before so how many weeks to christmas what have we got now we're in what are we you tell us <laughs> i reckon we've got about 12 if i had a guess three yeah give or take we've got about mm. 12. so um as a motivated purchaser you can buy something today on a normal six-week settlement Normal six-week settlement's going to land you into, what's that, November-ish um, to yep. be in there, week to set up, and then you're in. But for a rental, you've got a bit more of a lead time. What would that be? Yeah, yeah I think so norm oh, You go, Billy. Go on. I'll go. So, yeah, normally uh, you've got around that six- to eight-week period. Um, it does vary, though, depending if you're already in a fixed lease, you know, giving that three weeks' notice. Um, giving that two weeks notice, sorry. If you're on period, periodic, you'd give it the three weeks. Um, so you do have that leeway, as Mark was saying, um, in regards to finding a new property and trying to secure something. Yeah, but as we, as we approach Christmas, we're coming into summer, the warmer months. For, for rentals, um, we see a little bit of a, a seasonal change, which is exciting. 
it's um, things are certainly starting to pick up. I think as we see restrictions ease, um, we're actually starting to see open home numbers for private for inspection numbers, you know, pick up, which is really exciting. More groups through, obviously all COVID compliant for the moment, but when we finally get the green light to to get back to normal pre pre this lockdown, um, I think prices are going to start to turn up a little bit. And as Mark said, you don't want to be rushing into a new place if you're looking this side of Christmas. You want to make sure you've done it properly. Um, yeah, it's exciting. So, guys, with rentals, so you guys are both doing rentals actively. With activity, um, I do have to say to people that are out there, I think it's a good time to nail a property in winter, uh, in spring. I think you are paying a premium in summer. So being the northern beaches where we are, more people come and uh, will be uh, more inclined to paying a premium in their summer period. So when you get into your December, January, February, you will be paying more for your rental. So to set up the, your your better life in rentals now is clever. Um, guys, you don't, you don't like to do 12-month leases in winter. Do you want to explain why? Yeah, we talked about um, it shaping your lease term. It's a big one for all of our landlords out there. Um, if you're looking at your ideal lease, you want to be, if you're coming back onto the market, you want to be doing it in summertime, the warmer periods. Just generally, it's, it's, it's better received and you do maximize that weekly rental return. In winter, sometimes it proves a little bit harder, especially where we are on the beautiful northern beaches. For anyone that's looking outside of Sydney, the sun blazing on your your big balcony, outdoor entertainment space, all of those many selling factors, um, it does favour you. So, so shaping those lease terms to look um, in your best interest, making sure you're lining up for that for that next um, summer ahead as well. So yeah, your your, your twelve months is not ideal right now. You probably want to be looking closer to your 14 sort of months there. So if you're a landlord uh, and you're renting your property out today, guys and girls, you probably want to – a 12-month lease is going to is going to pop you back into spring with your tenant. So if you're a landlord, you probably want to ask more so for something that's um, a little bit more ex- – that's going to push you – into December into December. So our advice today to the landlords is to do a 14, 15, 13 month lease, um, which means when, when your property becomes vacant or potentially vacant, that you're going to, um, it's going to be a sexy period that you're coming into. Um, now you guys see the stock levels change from summer to winter. How do you see that or from winter to summer? Yeah. Um, in regards to stock levels, in regards to rentals on the beaches, um, winter, there is more stock. Um, in summer, obviously, there's less uh, because more people are active in the market. Um, therefore, it is a bit harder to be securing those, you know, those beachside properties and things like that. And people will be paying that premium price for them as well. So summer stock level, there is less, um, but it's more active. All right. So then I guess the message to tenants, we've had a message out to landlords. Our message to tenants is you're going to have better selection now to position yourself in for summer. Um, so anyone who's looking to take a rental now, don't wait. Don't leave it to December. Jump on it now 
you're going to get you're going to have a lot more selection. You're probably going to rent it for a little bit less. Yeah, 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 definitely. How does that change with sales, lads? It's my arena more than yours. What do you reckon? Have a guess. Well, <laughs> everyone wants to be in the new home for Christmas. Obviously, that's ideal. So setting yourself up now ahead of that time is is paramount to having it run smoothly. Um, yeah. I think in a way that's probably, probably um, you know, of course, it's in your favor to do it earlier than later if, you, if that's the dream. Uh, but you probably are looking at paying sort of the, not the convenience of that, but in a way, um, you know, you're probably looking at, at competing with a lot of other people with the same mindset. Yeah. So look, I reckon the message to buyers out there is there's going to be a lot of stock hitting the market. Um, certainly, you know what I love, what I really love is talking to auctioneers and talking to photographers because the our auctioneers are doing auctions for 50 different real estate agencies um, and also photographers are doing are doing photography for 20 or 30 different agencies. Now, I've been speaking with Vic LaRusso, um, auctioneer, does a bucket load of auctions on the northern beaches. Rob Lowry does a bucket load of photographies on the northern beaches. Guess what they're saying? More stock, more buyers. Heaps. Heaps. Yeah. They are saying that they are doing the highest level of photography. And, and you see, Vic's interesting because when Vic books an auction, he will book an auction campaign for two weeks' time that will start and that will finish in four weeks after that, six weeks from now. So he's almost got that vision ahead of how much stock is going to come on the market in the next two months ahead. What he's saying is there is a bucket load of stock that's coming onto the market over the next two, four, six, eight weeks ahead, which means it's going to be better selection, better selection for buyers because so much more stock's coming on. Yeah, mm. I think that's awesome as well because we've seen such a shortage over the last three three months or so. Um, that's a shortage. Exciting. Yeah, um, just yeah. About months. what was that? I was just going to say with COVID as well. How do you think COVID will uh, further affect that? Seeing as we're starting to get out of lockdown, you know, what what's your thoughts on that? I, I think it's going to put acid on it um, because. If, as, as, I, as I was just saying, if you're a buyer, I think it's good times. There's more selection of stock coming on the market, according to the auctioneers out there, the, the photographers of property out there, and real estate agents. Now, if you're a seller, this is really interesting, I would beat the rush. If you're a seller at the moment and you're considering selling, I would be talking to your real estate agent right now. I would be hitting the market right now. I would not be hitting the market in four or eight weeks' time. So uh, clients that I've been talking with, guys that are selling at the moment, um, they are, my advice to those guys is get your property on before all the properties come on. And I, I always call it being in a seller's position or a buyer position. You can't put yourself in a buying position, most people, until they put themselves in a strong selling position, i.e. offer accepted and sold. Once you put yourself into a seller, seller's position, you found a buyer, 
you got a great price, you know how much money you got to spend, you sold, then you're ready to pounce. So my advice to sellers out there is get on the market right away, get a great offer from some parties, some, some, some buyers out there, and then get ready for the plethora of stock to hit the market. Last week on the Northern Beaches, we had 420 properties on the market. This week, we've got 480, 490 properties on the market. So there's almost 10% more properties just in a week. Imagine if that keeps happening. To go over to your question, Sam, and what you asked about COVID, I think it's going to amplify it already. We've been talking about summer, winter, as in lots of stock, not as much stock. But when you put that COVID combination there, great bloody question. I think a lot of people have been holding their breath. You don't want to sell your biggest asset in, in such hard, damning times that we've had. You can't even bring buy, do an open house publicly or an auction publicly. You've got to do a Zoom auction. I think that right now is just a beautiful window to get a cracker of a price in the next couple of weeks. Well, in a way, you miss the mark the longer you leave it because then you're setting yourself up for the next seasonal change or the next ideal uh, buying period, if you could even call it that. Absolutely. Yeah. The other thing we were talking about is as seasonally as we adjust is is the sort of the, um, corporate culture behind the way demographic is changing on our on the beaches here where we are. Um, more and more people working from home. I mean, we keep on saying the same thing over and over again, but it, the, the changes we're seeing are so so huge. Um, the corporate culture, people going into the office only twice a week now. What's the point in, in paying either double the rent, maybe in the eastern suburbs, where you were closer to the city but no longer need that anymore? Why not mm. move to the northern beaches, pay half the price, double the beaches? <laughs> or... Um, or move, you know, from out of Sydney and come somewhere more, uh, you know, for a more of a lifestyle change. Exactly. It's living your best life. It's living yeah. your best life. And, and people yeah. have wanted, have had that inhibition. You're right. Mm. And I feel like you're yeah. also going to start to see the early adopters um, come into the market now. You know, they've been, they've been seeing the market the past couple of months, not sure if they should make that change going to start coming to summer and they're going to be more willing to you know go with that other property if that makes sense yep um my open homes well that well, i've certainly seen seen the um out of sydney interest from from my um private inspections and and um virtual open homes so guys with the with the people that you're reaching to at the moment so as an agency we're we're the hot one or the highest volume rental agency on the northern beaches so we can do 60 70 leases in a month that's 60 yeah. 70 people moving into properties a month we got a massive exposure to the rental market where's everyone coming from so i know today we're talking about you know should you go or should you stay the people that are deciding to come to the beaches for rentals where are they from guys well funny enough i've actually had a nice couple from from bondi looking to move in together they were previously paying for a one bed, literally for a one, um, you know, bedroom, not one bedroom apartment, just the room, um, sitting at like 300 bucks a week, whatever it was, right in Bondi, thought, let's move in together. And they, they're paying slight, slightly more over here, but they've got the full one bedroom apartment now. 
So if you had, if you, okay, say you're, we're seeing a hundred new tenants, you, well, that's what we would say on a weekend. We would see about a hundred and fifty, um, yeah. or just say the course of a week, we would see probably two hundred inquiries, two hundred and fifty inquiries in the rental market of people um, wanting to rent something. They're coming from Bondi, you say. Where else? Are they local or mostly local? Like if you had to split it up in a proportion, what? How would you split that up? I'd give it 60 percent local, and they're changing from a suburb to a suburb. Hmm. Largely impacted yeah. on price, in my opinion. A lot of people are still looking at dollars and cents. If they're local, hmm. they already know what the lifestyle is over here. So they're not worried about moving from DY to Coleroy because they know realistically things are not going to be hugely drastic in terms of lifestyle. Same, fan, same friends, same family, better location, potentially, you could argue, you know, things like that. You've then got... 20% coming from, I would say, east and and sort of that side of the bridge and then the other side um, coming from out west for a lifestyle change. Mm. I'm, I'm also I, seeing a lot of people coming from around Moston and, you know, close to those city areas, seeing as now they're not, as much, they're not in the office as much, you know, they're willing to come to, you know, DY and the beaches for that lifestyle. Yeah. You've got to remember as, as well, the, the initial lockdown last year, we were competing with people, a lot of people coming back from overseas. So we were sending out huge number of virtual inspections to people in hotel quarantine. This time I found it's nowhere near at all, if any, if any. This time it's all people moving from one side of Sydney to the other. That's interesting. Yeah. Now we're right. going to have, um, you know, a bit of a change hmm. because uh, there, there'll be plenty more international people moving back as well once things are, are reopened, which is obviously going to impact the whole market. Okay. Yeah. I've got a question for, for young Billy, uh, Billy the Kid, Super, super Billy. Um, you're pretty exposed to, at the moment, um, the sales market because you're actively looking out there as a buyer. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, if you have a property around the five to seven hundred thousand mark that you want to sell billy will buy your property help billy out this is a pledge this is a call for, for you um my question is how are you finding it out there because you're on the cold face as a purchaser stock is low i know i know we, we have a couple of conversations a week about what about this property what about that property how are you finding it because in that price range i think a lot of parents watching a lot of first-time buyers watching uh, the struggle is real. You are going through that struggle. You are part of should I stay or should I go? You want to go. <laughs> Tell us about it. It's intimidating. It, it really is. When you look in your price range, and we're talking $200,000, Mark. I mean, that's a huge amount of money from this is what I, I can sort of, this is what the minimum that I'm willing to put forward, and here's where I can absolutely go no more. We're talking 200 Gs. And you, you open your bracket up, 200 Gs, and one property comes back. Just one. And you go and have a look at the property on the weekend, and you think, this is small. This is scary. <laughs> and so let's just say it leaves you in tears. <laughs> tears for so the <laughs> and, and it seems, it seems, mate, whenever, you, whenever you're looking at a property, it seems like, 
that price range that you're in, it seems like the challenging thing is the meterage squared. Once you're under 50 meters squared or 40 meters squared, it sort of does your brain in as a purchaser, yeah? Yeah, it's, it's interesting because um, from a lending point of view, this, obviously it makes sense the smaller you go, the, the more difficult it will become, but it really works in brackets. So for anyone that's um, you know not quite at the stage of looking, you'll be unpleasantly surprised when you do start looking that under 30 square meters is one thing, under 40 square meters is another, under 50 is sort of another, and it works in, in brackets. Um, you're really looking for something around the 50 in an ideal world. Anything under 40 and 30 makes it difficult, but that's sort of where your price range is sitting. And so then you've got to think in terms of resale value on top of that as well. You're the buyer now that either can't afford it or won't get lending on it. So how big can you go? And um, you're on the sidelines, Sam, watching Billy look for a property. He's, uh, he's worked hard. He's saved his deposit. He's talking to the broker. What do you reckon about all this first-time buyer purchasing? Yeah, I reckon it's good. I feel like, you know, try and get it in now before it's too late. Um, that's probably the biggest biggest thing because you don't regret not capitalising where you can. Um, but, nah, I'm, I'm interested to see how it goes with Billy. But, um, yeah. Like any tips? Any tips? Any tips? Any tips? It's hardcore. So, yeah. Bill, you're um, you're gonna you're gonna be borrowing about if you don't mind me saying you'll you'll be borrowing a good ninety percent of of your loan um to get in there. Any advice you can give to first home buyers from not only as a real estate agent but as a buyer yourself looking in the market? I would um, like money is one thing, but I think advice and surrounding yourself with people that um, you trust and can, can back you in moments where you're uncertain is huge. That's probably more important than anything else because the money side of things, they will come, it will sort itself out. But to to get into something that you're, you're not comfortable with or unsure about or haven't asked the question, it's only gonna create problems down the line even once you have purchased. So talking to like yourself, Mark, parents obviously, broker, all these different people around you um, make sure you've got that before you really go start looking. I've, I've really been lucky where I've sort of fallen into it. Um, you know, work, working here with you, Mark, and that, you know, I'd probably call that luck more than anything, but reaching out and asking people if you, if you um, are unsure. Surround yourself with people that are going to, that are going to, um, that are going to help you sort of almost push you along, kick you along. Um, because it's pretty nervous tonight. You were talking about making an offer on a property, and you uh, you, you froze up. <laughs> and then, you know what? You know I, I hold this line against you, Mark. You know what you said for everyone that's watching: if you don't buy it, I will. Pushing you along. Um, we're getting closer. So yeah, Billy found a property, and I said, "Mate, if you don't buy this, I'm going to buy it. So hurry up and." Uh, <laughs> To, to kick you along, I, I, was, I thought you were going to use the ball statement that I said to you as well. So I'm glad you didn't use that. No, you got it. You got You got it. You got to have. You got to grow. You got to have big balls to be a first home buyer. Certainly respect that for someone who's never done. We forget. We forget because uh, when we're in our homes that we bought a long time ago, the stresses and the trials and tribulations that one goes through, like yourself, uh, it's it's pretty bloody stressful. Um, now, guys, before we wrap up. 
in summary, what do we discuss tonight? What are the takeaways and the nuggets that we can give people? Um, where it to start off, we're rolling um, very quickly to the end of 2021. We are rolling very quickly to the end of the COVID lockdowns. Properties are increasing. What are, what are the takeaways? Sam, get in now before it's too late. Simple one liner. Full stop. Too late. If it's not too late, you're gonna you're gonna pay for it. Exactly. There's all those properties to buy, to rent. There might not be many, but you're gonna be in with the crowd paying the premium. So um, and another good piece of advice that I got tonight from, from Branco, our head of property management, was when you're looking to buy even more so, there's never going to be perfect timing, but timing is something that um, you've just got to do it. If, if you found the perfect time, the perfect property won't be there. And if you found the perfect property, the perfect time is not going to be there. So you've just got to do it. I've got, I've got a great saying for that. Um, it's not timing, T-I-M-I-N-G, in property. It's time in, T-I-M-E space I-N, time in. So it sort of doesn't matter whether you're buying a high or low. It's just staying, it's, it's property ownership is just staying in there for three years, five years, ten years as, an, as a property owner. That's where the money's made, not when you buy, how high, how low, or what you buy. It's just keeping money locked into that property. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. And uh, any other takeaways? I, th I think the leases to landlords was important. Landlords, if you're doing a lease, make sure your lease is going to mature in summer. That means you may have to do a shorter or a longer lease. I think another message out to prospective tenants out there now you have a good selection of property, you can expect to have half of the selection of property out there when you come into summer and when lockdown finishes and you will be paying more and you will have less selection. So do it now while, while summer hasn't hit. And, and just your lead time as well. Your lead times. <laughs> your, your lead, what's, what was that about lead times? Just keep them in the back of your head. Don't let it get away from you if you're thinking about a move or a buy or a sell. Um, make sure you're accounting for the people that you're you're appealing to. Um, Live your best life, but if you want to do it, do it now. Live your best life. Just get it done. You know, whether you're renting it, whether you're buying it, uh, it's 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 a very good window. The next two to four weeks. And a message out to buyers um, out there, guys. More property is definitely hitting the market. We can feel it. And the message to sellers out there. Before we go, in summary, the nugget, get it on right now before the stock drops because there's going to be a lot of stock dropping, a lot of properties coming on the market for sale. Yeah. Are you going to sing Should I Stay or Should I Go Now, Mark, is the outro? Yep. Beautiful. All right. Hang on, hang Beautiful. on, hang on. Can we sing it together on the way out? No, no, it's you. Ready? <laughs> Should I stay or should I go now? <laughs> <laughs> Have a good evening, guys. See you, guys. See you, guys. Take care.